Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Winches and scallywags. Rugrats over 18 years of age. Prudes avert your ears and eyes. The Asylum Studio brings to you a show to bend your mind and implode your morals. Ethics be damned. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Chaos and Disorder. I don't know if Chaos and Disorder describes the actual show, but the shit show it is trying to get this thing. It's not like we're going on the air. We just have to get it into a computer, and we can't seem to put that all together. But welcome into what's left of Chaos and Disorder. Check out the show over on Facebook, Chaos and Disorder Podcast, at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter. Email the show, chaosanddisorderpod at gmail.com. What? And thank you for the only professional part of it. Andy Frampton bringing us in. You can find him, what is it, on Facebook and uh, TikTok at Bronco Swanson. And if you like the music, uh, go to Bandcamp. You can find Rival Lovers. We're on Twitter at Real Rival Lovers. And uh, tell you what, they got some really good stuff out there. I'm sure they couldn't be more proud to be associated with this nonsense. Uh, They have to be. But we are Fligger and Briggs, and um, we are brought to you by the Chop Shop in Butler, Dead Sled Coffee, and Castaway Tattoos. Tell you what, when we come back from the actual Chop Shop break, got a new recommendation for you. I was there Friday night, well, carried out Friday night, and it's, it's a good deal. So Cool. I don't know where to go. Kind of a lot going on, nothing huge, but I think the biggest news, Rick, is that Dak Prescott contract. Wow. Wow. Franchise quarterback. If there's any indication on what is more important, you know, I I saw a lot of activity on Twitter today. Oh, you know, Zeke's more important, blah, blah, blah. No, he's not. Who said that? Oh, lots of people. Oh, my God. And – but no, it's it's a franchise quarterback, and deservedly, I don't know. Um, you know, he's coming back from a pretty serious injury, but apparently they're pretty confident in what they're getting with Dak Prescott. And you look at quarterbacks coming into the league that are supposed to be superstars and and don't pan out. You have a guy that's what Tony Romo at minimum, right? Yeah, and, and, and better I, than Tony yeah, Romo. Yeah, I, I think he's Max. already exceeded that. Right. It's yeah. I mean, as far as the total contract value, you know, anybody who acts surprised, let us not forget what was it two years ago for a brief period, Kirk Cousins was the highest paid quarterback right. ever. This this is just what happens when you have a franchise quarterback. What jumps out to me on this one is the upfront money. I've never quite seen anything like this. It looked like Jerry Jones doing a good job manipulating the cap here a little bit. But a $66 million signing bonus, $75 million due total this year. That's a pretty damn good year when you think about <clears throat> Excuse me, what this last year has been in the world. Dak Prescott, right. he's not quite feeling it like the rest of us. No, Man. exactly. But, you know, and what does that come out to, like – 
cap wise. I'm not real certain, but the upfront money certainly doesn't go. Um, I know. Well, they did something because four years, 160 mil. Right. But what I read was it's actually a six-year deal where the last two years are voidable, which is what does it for the cap. The cap gets so nerdy now, right. I, I can't understand it. But really, really a good – what I find interesting here, I think this deal is fantastic for both parties. People are trying to drag Jerry Jones all over right. the internet that, yeah, you could have had him so much cheaper last year. Well, well, maybe you could, but I think there you were talking about that 10, 11, 12-year deal like Patrick Mahomes got. Look, this is costing you a lot of money, still less than what the franchise tag would have cost him, which they'd have had to have done again. It's a four-year deal. Great for Dak Prescott. If, if he's great, he can go out, he can hit the open market again. Great for Jerry Jones. You pay for this. You're going to pay for the franchise quarterback. You're saving cap money, and same thing. You've got an out in four years. I, I don't understand. Maybe from a dollars and cents standpoint, Jerry cost himself a little bit of extra money, but but you hit you hit on smart the, to me. You hit on the key point though, Rick. What it does is it saves in a down year. It saves them cap space. What does that mean? What means he can spend some of that money to put a team around Dak Prescott and – where especially in that division, they should waltz away with it next you, year. You would certainly there, think there, so, depending on no what Washington does at QB. Right. There, there's no reason they shouldn't just run away with that division. Look, the Giants are still down. Philadelphia is a mess. Yeah. Washington, I don't know where they're at. They let Alex Smith go, comeback player of the year. Um, they they certain- find the right quarterback. That's yes. a team that can contend in the I, I think it's a two-team race, quite frankly. Right. I don't think Philadelphia <clears> – <throat> I think they're just a total mess, quite frankly. Um, but, no, I think it's a great move for, for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys and certainly for Dak Prescott. Did you see, speaking of Philadelphia, it, it was running all over the crawl of ESPN last night when I was watching College Hoops, and it seemed odd to me. It was either the head coach or the GM or the owner or maybe all of them or something were saying you know they really hope for and want Jalen Hurts to be their starting quarterback this year. I just want to say, no why? shit, you traded well, yeah. Carson Wentz. Why is this newsworthy? Well, yeah. I didn't know if there was something I'm not understanding. or I have no clue. I, I really don't know what's going on there. They benched Carson Wentz for Jalen Hurts. And now he finished the season, and now they say, <clears throat> we want Jalen Hurts to be our starting quarterback. And you traded Carson Wentz. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, what, what did we think? Well, there was I mean, did be they a, think that they were going to go back and bring Nick Foles back or, or something to save the day? Or, or what? was there going to no be idea. a big Jalen Hurts, Nate Sudfeld quarterback yeah. controversy? I, I, didn't under, I thought maybe I missed something. I didn't understand it at all. It's Yeah, I, I think they're just trying to create some sort of newsworthy story coming out of Philadelphia because I don't know what they finished last year. But it was a dismal team. Yeah, they, they finished no bueno. I well, know that. They they, they were horrible. Exactly. Hey, you know, speaking of cap space, the Bears put the franchise tag on Allen Robinson today. As a fantasy football player, I couldn't have been more disappointed when that happened. I was begging for him to hit the open market. Unless they do something and get a quarterback, is it possible? You know, there are rumors – Rumors heating Wilson. up that Russell Wilson. I I I laughed this off. I don't know if we talked about it on the show or if it was off Mike a couple weeks ago. I laughed this off. It was absurd when yeah. they were talking about Russell Wilson being traded. I 
think I might be 60-40 that it happens now. There really is a disconnect between I would love to see him. it happen, but does Chicago have, I don't know, enough assets to if, offer for, well, the, for look, this guy? If you're the Chicago Bears, be it Russell Wilson, be it Deshaun Watson, although it sounds like you know the Texans are willing to just let Watson sit out, which seems absurd to me, but whatever. So let's focus on <laughs> yeah. Russell Wilson. You're the Chicago Bears. Other than a couple of nice years with Jim McMahon, you're going back to what, Sid Luckman, since they've had a competent <laughs> quarterback? Here's what you do. You start at 10. Right. All right, Seattle, I will give you my next 10 first-round picks. <laughs> if that isn't enough, you go to 12. And you go to the number where they take it. It's absurd. That team's always got a solid defense, always have good pieces around them, can't find a quarterback to save your life. Let somebody competent do the scouting, groom somebody, then you just bring them in and plug and play. And I don't care if you have to mortgage the rest of the entire future of that organization. If that's somewhere Russell Wilson wants to go, it, whatever it takes, you, Mac, it doesn't matter. Whatever it takes, you get him in there. It, yeah. It's got to be done. I'm starting to think. I don't know if they have the stomach to do it, but somebody might. And if, if I'm Washington, again, I'll start at 10 first-round picks. I don't care. It, it's got to do it. Yeah, you really do. I mean, it's, it is absurd that a team can go that many years without a quarterback. Right. I mean, and let's face it, without a quarterback, there has not been I mean, we've you go back through time, I mean there there has been the Trubiskys, the the Rex Grossmans, the Jim Millers, Jay Cutler. Um, I mean, Jay the list Cutler. goes on. Jay Cutler is probably the cream of that crop, right? Of all the swings and misses, when you put that list together, yeah. it's crazy. Harbaugh was there, Miller was. There. I mean, just it's uh, right. Cordell Stewart went there in his days after he was done in Pittsburgh. They cannot find a quarterback. So if this opportunity is out there, and it seems there's mutual interest, whatever it takes. Do it. I mean, Bears fans might disagree, but it makes sense to me. Well, if you want to stay around eight and eight, seven and nine, nine and seven, okay, be disappointed and go with your Trubisky and that kind of thing. But if you want to be a legitimate contender, especially in the NFC, to get to the Super Bowl, you got to have to get a quarterback. Yeah, I'll I'll be curious to see this off season. It feels like we talk about these types of things a lot every off season and then nobody moves right, right. every quarterback they get franchise they sign they just sign some old veteran you know now this year with Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson wanting out and we've had the Stafford and Goff movement you wonder if this is the year it switches and I don't know if I'm excited about this or worried about it are we kind of getting into an era in the NFL, at least specific to the quarterback position, where things are going to get similar to the NBA, where these superstar players, they have all the leverage. And if they want to go somewhere, they're going to tell you where they want to go and what time they want to get there. And these teams have almost no choice but to make it happen. You you look at James Harden this year in the NBA, and you see that all the time in the NBA, where the superstars really have all the leverage. I'm starting to feel like... it. At the quarterback position in the NFL, at least these players are starting to try to do that. I'll be curious to see if Russell Wilson, if Deshaun Watson, if they end up not moving, it's kind of the same old, look, the the teams really still run this thing. If you see these dominoes start falling, this might be something we're seeing every offseason from now on. 
Yeah, and I certainly hope not, just for the for the simple fact that, you know, I don't know, there's something to be said to continuity. I mean, how many times have we seen superstar players go from one team to another in like, geez, was he not that good or – it, Boy, this this offensive line's bad. In the NFL, the, it almost invariably fails. Everywhere else, it seems to work. Yeah. In the NFL, it always seems. It's to a fail. different animal. It's not. It's not a basketball. I mean, look. Let's face it. You could take Wilt Chamberlain, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, basically throw them on any team, and they are instantly improved. Now, right. the quarterback is one of those positions that can. But we've also seen top-notch quarterbacks, when they're running for their life, they're not very effective. Well, right. You, you saw it in the Super Bowl with ex- Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not the same thing as basketball. I don't think it can go there, quite frankly. They have more leverage, you're right. Oh, but yeah. we've also seen where the running backs have far less. Oh, yeah, they've disappeared. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a bait-and-switch sort of a thing where the running backs were the kings a few years ago. Now it's the quarterbacks. So it and let's face it, it it when it gets right down to brass tacks, it's the offensive line. Yeah, it, they're the big dollar guys. Yeah, it, it really is. You if you find the right quarterback, you know, ask again Patrick Mahomes at least in the Super Bowl. That wasn't the Chiefs' fault. That was injury. But right. <laughs> yeah, it almost doesn't matter who you have back there. You're you're in trouble. Exactly, hundred percent. Did you happen to see? I'm going to read the story. You probably Ooh. have seen it, but story I want to read the story and then just Briggs. kind of comment on it. But Kansas and head football coach Les Miles I saw this, yeah. have mutually agreed to part ways effective immediately. The school announced late Monday night. Miles took over the Jayhawks program in 2019, was placed on administrative leave over the weekend after an explosive report became public last week that revealed he behaved inappropriately around women during his time as LSU coach. Announcing the decision to place him on administrative leave over the weekend, Kansas Athletic Director Jeff Long vowed to conduct a full review to determine appropriate next steps. Now, am I to take that he is guilty of that or he is simply accused of it? I'd be lying to you. I saw kind of exactly what you saw. I heard about it when they put him on administrative leave. I never bothered to go back and see what right. it was he was accused of at LSU. I don't know. Right. You know that. That's I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the. That's kind of the theme of the show. If, exactly. if chaos and disorder doesn't work out, the next show is just going to be I called. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Or that's pathetic. One well, of yeah, two. That, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, but jeez. <laughs> that, that's just pathetic. You know what's ironic? Did did that sounder not come out of a Sid Luckman discussion? Is that who we were, we were discussing? I think it was, yeah. Oh, that was the you, early, early days. You had no days. idea who Sid Luckman no, was. No, and now I know all about yeah. it because of that episode. But I'm curious. Is Have we reached a stage where somebody points a finger and says, you did something to me? And automatically the person loses their job. Oh, yes. Yeah. If, if that's the question, yes. Yeah. That, well, I think we've been like that for several years now. Yeah. The, the, the accusation, you know, I don't know. This might have merit. It, it might not. But, yeah, that's where we're at in this country. I mean, they're, they're shutting down Dr. Seuss. The Pepe Le Pew yeah. has been canceled. I hate that word. But, yes. Yeah. If you're accused of something like this and if it's one-tenth, is, yeah, he, he gone. That's just the way it works. I, that, that's it's ludicrous. 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, if this is just an accusation, I think shame on Kansas. Look, if you if you want to get rid of them because you're three and eighteen the last two years, more power to you. But if you're getting rid of them because somebody accused him of that without proof, shame on you. I'd like to know. Uh, I'm I'm gonna look back here while we do this and see what exactly it is he's been accused of, or Usually what the, the producer does that. Well, during, you would you would think while so, we're but while we're doing. He's these over things. there watching. Hard pass. He's over there. <laughs> does he get to do that? I, I don't know. <laughs> just just throw out a hard pass. Uh, oh, now, now comes the fun part. I don't know. Hey, you got it. It was on the third try. That wasn't bad. So I think it doesn't help that he's 3-18 and 18 at Kansas. If this was Nick Saban, maybe the story's a little different. At least the process is a little more drawn out. But I think it's just the world we live in now, right? I mean, right. you see it with politicians. You see it with coaches. You see it with athletes. It's just unfortunately or fortunately, depending on what side of this you're on, that's the way it is right now. It's sad. I mean, obviously they could bring in an apricot to coach Kansas and the results <laughs> wouldn't be that much different. You know what I mean? What was the last winning record to Kansas had? What was that coach's name? He weighed about 9,000 oh, pounds. Yeah, Remember that? that big, yeah. And they actually had like 11 and one season or something right. like oh, that. Oh, what was his name? And then uh, they went back to Kansas again. They God. remembered they were Kansas Yeah, football. well, yeah, yeah. So, oh, what was that guy's name? I That's can't remember. Me nuts. I wish we had a producer who could look something like that yeah. up. I mean, he just takes a hard pass and drinks <laughs> hard beer pass. and plays on the phone. I don't know. He'd probably we could just sit here texting silent. Mrs. Finkelstein about supper or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. What's for supper tonight? Do you know? Does Mrs. Finkelstein cook? Nope. Not okay. even close. So you cook? All or the time. Or do you just not eat? Nope, I cook. Look at Look me. Look at him. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Looks like that coach from Kansas we can't figure out who it is. Yeah, I, I cook. I oh, Mark Mangino. Mark Mangino. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going with. Right. Yeah. Charlie Weiss before him. That's who it was. Charlie Weiss wasn't was it? Char- did Charlie Weiss have the good record? Yeah, because they had two big fatties back to back. I can't remember <laughs> which one. I think one it was had. Charlie Weiss that had it because Charlie Weiss got promoted to uh, where did he go? Notre Dame, wasn't it? Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. It might have had a good year with the other fatty, though. It could Mangino. have been. Yeah, I can't it, remember. It could have been. Probably not allowed to say that anymore. I'm about to get canceled. That's you guys right. will have to suspend me from the show. Yeah, that's all right. We'll just, we'll just say, you know, don't do it again. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, well, that's good. So, But anyway, I, I just thought oh. that was interesting that... Um, Mark Mangino's from Newcastle. Pennsylvania. Really? It, indeed. I'll be darned. Yeah, I, I still can't see anywhere in in these stories where the, the LSU report. I see. I think that was a guy. I mean, that guy's definitely fat. I guess if that's what we're discussing, but <sighs> that could be him. I don't know. We should we should quit body shaming. I think I'm not body shaming anybody. Well, I think you body shamed him and Les Mangino. Do you feel shamed, Alejandro? I feel no shame. See, for a guy who gets new, well. I don't <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to I think there. I was about to body yeah, shame him right. there, so I nah. caught my... Speaking of body slam... Body slam? Didn't you say body slam? I said body shame. Oh, I'm sorry. 2007, well, anyway, 12 and 1. 2000, who was the head coach? Mangino. So it was Mangino. Okay, it was I think Weiss had a couple of fair seasons yeah. there, anyhow. 
But do you remember last week? Nope. I think it was last week or the week before. We were talking about before we went on the air. How just gruesome I thought it was, you know, as much as we liked the guy back in the prime. 62-year-old Sting was on AEW, you know, trying to be, you know, Mr. Wrestler. Yeah, is he still doing that, like, the crow thing in the rafters? Did you happen to – yes, he's still the crow thing with the bat in the long coat and everything. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that Sting. Even worse was last week. Did you happen to see any of it last week? No, I – well, <laughs> guess who shows up to be in a 16th, 16th tag, uh, six-man tag team match? I'm going to guess Sting. Oh, no. Oh, it gets worse. Yes. Hogan. Tully Blanchard. <laughs> what is he, about 97? He must be about 70, but he, they had him in like a T-shirt and tights to cover like the man boobs and everything because, you know, I mean, look, you're 70 years old. I don't care how good a shape you're in. And you're not moves. 30 any longer. Yes, 67. 67. We don't say moobs on this show. <laughs> we do. We do not. Band like the uh, the dumb thing with the wheel of death or whatever you call it. You know, a moob backwards is boom. <laughs> the wheel of death bloviation. Yeah, the wheel yeah. of death bloviation. Or the secret wheel of bloviation. Yeah, but apparently there's some... Uh, some infighting here on the show between Briggs and the producer that has led to the implosion and cancellation of the wheel of death of bloviation. We've been together over a decade, Rick. Can you believe I've actually fought with anyone? Yes. Uh, Okay. (laughs) You'd argue with a clock. (laughs) I've won before. (laughs) Hey, I got the first yay. Yay. I mean, we have a producer that, <laughs> that is so disengaging right now. <laughs> He's Googleizing. I, be- I believe you, you did shame him. Oh, that I hurt his yeah. feelings. But anyway, what... Telly was on there. Oh, yeah. And they had him, like, slingshot suplex. You know, remember the old slingshot suplex from the horseman days? Okay. So one of these little wiener guys. Well, then he gets, <laughs> he gets kicked around. Can we call this show Little Wiener Guy? <laughs> <laughs> he gets kicked and kicked around a little bit. I don't think that means he, what he thinks it means. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean means is not what you think it means. But anyway, they got this guy in there. He's like monstrous, and of course, he's like thirty years old or right. whatever. And the other two guys, I don't, I didn't even watch the whole thing. But of course, they have him up. Two of them up like in a pile driver, and Tully gets up. He can't even get on the top turnbuckle. He gets like on the second one, you know, and he drives him in. They let him pin him. And, of course, J.J. Dillon's on the outside of the ring. Who's J.J. Dillon? Remember oh. he used to manage the horsemen back in the day? J.J. Dillon? Wasn't he the GM of, quote-unquote, GM of WCW for a long time, too? I'm going to have to Googleize this. I'm gonna, if I see the picture, oh, I'll, I know you'll I'll recognize, recognize him. him. Anyway, he's outside the ring. So they win. They let Telly pin the guy. And he gets up. He looks like he's ready to die of a heart attack, which well, he probably was. And he he starts right, talking yeah, with J.J. Yeah. J. Dillon. Well, then out of the tunnel comes hobbling with the crippled arm and all, Arn Anderson. <laughs> what? And they do the old four, you know, the four-finger horseman <laughs> signal like it's some return of the old geezers. I mean, my God, they're older than I am. I mean, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Yes, it's like, you know, dirt. But it just tells you that wrestling, 
Hey, you didn't hear that. No, because but it was funny. Yay! Because yay, no, he gave you himself don't give a yourself yet. a yay. I, I allow it. No, I'll you allow don't. it. What do you mean? No, I won't. <laughs> yes, I will. I just did. Yeah, well, I took it away. You can't do that. I already did. Remember last week? No. I took one away from you. Did you? Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't working last week because Rum Dumb forgot to plug in the uh, soundboard the whole way, and we learned that before the show today as well. Oh, that's true. All right, man, this shit's over with. <laughs> We're done with AEW. Well, no, yeah, what was your point? The point is that, that it seems like wrestling, wrestling is so bad that they, both of them, Raw, you know, WWE, whatever faction, is reaching back in time, oh, trying to bring these guys, that trying to create interest, and it's, it's pathetic. It, I mean, it really is. I mean, it's like bringing Fran Target to back and play football, for God's <laughs> sakes. And it, it's this time of year as WrestleMania whips up. Like I've said it, I think on the show before. I'm not sure if it's on the show or off. I tape Raw every week. It's what three hours and fifteen minutes long to watch whatever two minute vignette they do with Alexa Bliss and the Fiend and Randy Orton. I, I find oh. it endlessly. Fi- so now the Fiend's dead because Randy Orton, Orton set him on yeah, fire, right. right? So he he's gone, and Alexa's sitting in the middle of a pentagram all the time trying to bring him back. Well, apparently she's bringing him back through Randy Orton. So now every time Orton does an interview or he was in a match with AJ Styles yesterday, Alexa pops up on the screen sitting in the pentagram doing a jack-in-the-box. And right before it pops out, she stops and giggles. And then Randy Orton starts vomiting up black sludge. I mean, it, it's fantastic theater. Oh. I, <laughs> I yeah, love it. Every- why do they make a movie of this and leave it off a wrestling? That's exactly. Better. I would watch that movie. You do you how- remember Michael Wall Street? I do not. Do you remember Mike Rotundo? I do. Okay, the Varsity Club yeah, and so forth. Yeah, yeah. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, that's his son. I, I find that odd. They don't look nothing alike whatsoever. Because he was, was he Erwin R. Scheister or something yeah, as right. well? Yes, IRS exactly. is how I remember. Yeah, that, that's, but but I have that. But I also caught, speaking of old guys, and re, well, two things going on. When we get to WrestleMania time, this is where Shane McMahon has to insert himself oh, back yes. into things. Right. So now he's running around. Apparently he's going to fight uh, Braun Strowman this year. And all he's I'm, and, doing is trying to outdo what Mick Foley already did. Right, and he does it every single year. Right. So I saw that, and, and that annoyed me. But then I also saw, I don't know if I think this is funny, or I'm just annoyed by it, or I should be clutching my pearls. But the other storyline is Ric Flair has turned on Charlotte. Yeah. And he's taken up with some little trollop named Lacey. I can't even remember her name. I'd never seen her before. But supposedly he's knocked her up, and she's like, you know, well, everybody's 30 years younger than Ric Flair. <laughs> but, you know, she's, she's this young little. He's in his 70s. Yeah. But he's taken up with her, and they're having a baby, and yeah. Charlotte's butthurt about it. And so, what was Lacey, I, I can't remember. I'd never heard of her before. Makes but. no difference. But. But I don't know if I like that. Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, that's it. I don't know if I like that or I don't. But it made me chuckle. I'm so white trash. More like chortling. Yeah, I'm so white trash, (laughs) I giggled anyhow. I think his actual wife is younger than Lacey Evans. (laughs) Well, probably. If you're you're Ric Flair. (laughs) I, I, I get that. Should we take a break? I guess. All right. Yeah, I I am pretty tired. Gotta, you know, pay a bill or two. Yeah, when do those checks come in? I'm I'm looking forward to Next that. Next Tuesday. <laughs> Next Tuesday? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll keep waiting for it. So uh, so we come back, Rick. I do want to talk a little uh, little uh, NCAA. It is 
<laughs> conference tournament week. It's selection Sunday week, and I'm trying to work up a lather for it. So yeah, you're going to help me. After right? I um, listened to the pit game, the lather for that tournament's already over with. Yeah, yeah the ACC's down this year. But we'll talk about all of that and more right after this. Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect, no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED15 and take 15% off your order. deadsledcoffee.com. And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. Welcome back into Chaos and Disorder. So that's karma playing itself out there, Rick. All the times he's botched a break. I took over the music. I effed it up going out. I was late on it, so it's karma. But the good news is, it's all right when I do it. It's not even funny when I miss it. No, it's not. So welcome back. So, So here we go, Rick. This is normally, well, might still be, that's what I'm trying to decide, my favorite time of the year conference tournaments in full effect you don't know neither of you know you got no idea what i'm doing friday you have no clue you'll never guess it in a million years okay <laughs> play it see let's do a little radio podcast 101 here all right okay. i'm gonna help you out all right so, when your co-host says something like, you have no idea what I'm okay. going to do on Friday, that's where you would chime in and say something like, piss up a rope. Okay. Go to a craft brewery. Go to a craft brewery. Actually, watch The Godfather. Something. We do a little shtick there. Not you. You look at me in total disgust and go, <laughs> and I s- quote. You said I have no idea what you're doing. So no, I'm I, opening you up to I stick. I believed stick. you. I believed you. Like I always do. <laughs> That's just there's not always, true. There's nothing but trust between I'm just trying to help you up. The King No Cell in full effect today. That one was bad. That was, and then I thought I thought Finkelstein was going to bail us out. No, he got up to get you more beer. So you're wow. no selling me, and he can't get to the refrigerator fast <laughs> enough to keep pumping alcohol into well, you. He's my boy. <laughs> well, now he's your. <laughs> what, what a dick. No, really. What are you doing Friday? I'm going to assume that you are taking off work. Partially, yes. Okay. Does it involve? A certain university south of us. Uh, I don't oh, believe that. Now, now we're going to play 20 s- questions. South of us. I know, where are you going with this? You're going to Cleveland. Oh. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. How did you know that? Huh? Do you know because what I'm, I do have an idea what you Do you know doing. what I'm doing in Cleveland? I would assume you're going to the tournament. I'm going to the MAC tournament. Yes. I am so desperate for live that sports. Is, that was the closest one I could think of that had any significance 
So is it see, worse that he it's knew? It's not King No Cell. It is no little cell brain too? cells figuring out a mystery. <laughs> yeah, but on a on a live show, you can't take forty eight minutes to put the brain <laughs> cells together. You got to do shtick until such time as gotcha. we get. I am as a season ticket holder for Pitt, which right. I don't know if I'm proud or ashamed to admit. <laughs> After that game today, you should be yeah. just hiding your head like an ostrich. So going back to this time last year, I had tickets to the first and second round of the NCAA tournament in Cleveland. Well, we all know that got shut down. Couldn't get into any college basketball games this year. Couldn't get into any high school basketball games this year. I got to say, conservatively, this isn't bragging. This is probably something to be ashamed of. I was thinking about this today, getting ready for the show. I say conservatively, between college and high school, I easily attend over 100 live basketball games a year. It's just my thing. I love it. And I've had zippy none. Well, I caught wind, I don't even know where I saw it, probably on the tweeters or something, that the MAC championship is always held in Cleveland. Now, as a guy who's team and i watch a lot of acc in person the max not something i get overly excited about max not a bad no it's good basketball it's good especially contained within the mac they're good teams and it's good competition cleveland only being two hours away if that from where we sit and they were allowing fans in apparently it's just a little bit like america and ohio unlike the great state of pennsylvania where we reside (laughs) well we're still all dying apparently so so i got on i got online and lo and behold tickets are available and so i am so desperate for live division one basketball i'm leaving work early i'm pulling my kid out of school early we're heading over to cleveland to go to the mac Yay! championship the semifinals on friday night the women's championship at 11 a.m on saturday and the men's championship on saturday night and i am butt sized for it i couldn't be more excited and, and watching the semifinals and the finals should be some great basketball. Shouldn't be any blowouts. I mean, I because that's think. a pretty competitive conference. Well, because I thought it was odd. They start tomorrow, all right? Okay, well, that's Wednesday. Or no, Thursday. Because there's only eight teams. Yeah, so okay, they start yeah, Thursday. Right. They're not allowing fans, because I was going to take the whole do the whole deal. They're not allowing fans Thursday. Huh. But they're allowing fans for the semis in the championship, which I thought was odd. But I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me. No, I'll, you're I'll going, I, so don't worry about I'll it. I'll take what I can get at this point. So I'm hoping that'll work up the lather this year. Selection Sunday, Sunday, that's a holiday for me. I'll be sitting around doing we, – we we should do a bracket, a chaos and disorder bracket contest, by the I way. I think that's a great I've been thinking idea. We're, we're, I'm trying to figure out what to do. Speaking of which, whoever it was that won the uh, – the liquor store gift card. I actually brought it with me today. I also brought the Amazon gift card in question. So maybe that will be the prize for a small chaos and disorder bracket contest. If only we had somebody who could run it and put it together and administer it. I don't know if we have anybody like that. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Did he just hard pass again? I'm assuming. No, give it a whirl. So no don't sound so enthused. Yeah, not to get way off topic. Yeah, shocker, right? Not yeah. to get way off topic here. I was thinking about now that I brought the gift cards back. The the germ derivation of that story was me failing to acknowledge right. that these were given to me. So it's a good thing I'm getting rid of them. Does that absolve me from having to acknowledge or well, did send you ever thing? acknowledge? No, I haven't done it yet. No, you're not. We didn't resolve. You are not resolved. You you acknowledged it on air 
to the masses. That's so true. Good. If they don't listen to chaos and disorder, right. yeah, then right? they don't That's deserve it. Thank yeah. you. Right? So, so the two of you, you know who you are. Thank you very much. If you're not listening, tough. Yeah, then you don't deserve right. it. So I think between mentioning it on air and using and them for a good cause, giving them to a good listener, right. that should absolve me of it, right? Right. So, so that's coming your way. And uh, details, I'm just. I'm and sure I have to throw out apologies to the top shelf listener. Oh, this who jackass. You ha- again. Who you have deemed ineligible to win these prizes. As they should be. Did I really? Well, yeah. You did. Good. Because I still think it, this person doesn't exist. Or it's some bartender who's hooking you two drunks up before you get to the studio every day. Well, did I just hit on I it? I should have thought of that one. Yeah. I just hit on it, didn't no, I? No, but you hit on a great idea. That's a, that's a super idea. We go I back to identifying. Break. <laughs> we you identify think? as. I think so. We didn't finish talking about basketball yet, though. Well, we talked about your trip. You're going. Tell well, us when you get back. That's not. I, I got a whole list. Let's hear it. So we're going to do an NCAA bracket tournament, right? Once it's uh, selected, and it actually, shoo, it, it's selection Sunday, and it starts on Tuesday, right? No, not this year. The first four is on Thursday. Good. The first okay, round good. doesn't yes. even start till Friday. It's all good. wacky, all wacky. We got this plenty year. of time. Oh, yeah, to make good. Okay. You, know, you don't do the first four anyhow. Although we probably should no, start we now don't, that yeah. they're doing. Well, yeah, you never know because with this COVID stuff, see, that's the real crux in, the, in well, this tournament. One team gets it. What are you going to do? Well, well, that's the thing. They have they have alternate teams, right? And you could have a sixteen, say a sixteen seed. Which is basically a buy for a number one seed. Unless you're Virginia. Of if course. they get, well, yeah, they get COVID, they could actually be replaced by a team that's like a eight or nine caliber seed. You think they do that? They can. I mean, you yeah, because those, well, those are the teams that are the alternates. And True. I, I can't, I don't have them in front of me, but I, I was listening to uh, a different radio show the other day. That can, and conversely, if a one seed gets it, a 16 team could actually have a first-round play against maybe somebody that's like a 13. Yeah. And they could win. You know, it, it's really bizarre how it they've is, got it set up. Yeah, I just, I just hope nothing like that happens because I hope it's the normal gripes. Oh, I you do know, too. The thing I've written down, I, I, I checked Lenardi this morning, all right? First four out, Syracuse. Are we going to do this every year? You know Syracuse is getting in. They, they could be – Jerk off – Jim Beheim. Did you see his, his press conference last week? He was asked by a reporter, um, and I don't even remember the exact question, but he started talking about knowing basketball much better than a five foot two reporter who's never played the game. Oh, he's one of those and guys who never played the what game. What a jackass. He he always has been a Well jackass. yeah, but I mean my God, you're like seventy five years old. In fact <laughs> you're not. He is seventy five years old. Cut somebody a break. They're yeah. just doing their job. He can't do it. It wasn't a stupid question. It was just kind of a, a normal rum dum you know, you're on the frickin' bubble. Yeah, He's always on the bubble. Well, yeah. He always whines and complains. He always gets in. That's what I hate. That's my least favorite part as, you know, as Pitt being a rival. I'll do the rival because Pitt's been so yeah. – or Syracuse has been so much better, but say for about 10 years there in the right. early 2000s. Always on the bubble, always whining, every time gets in. 
every single time. It, it, it drives me nuts. I, I can't stand it. It's going to happen again. He's going to get in. You know, anything lost with, you know, unless Duke makes a hell of a run in the ACC tournament, they're out. Kentucky's no good. They're out. Michigan's going to get in, but they're no good. Is Louisville on probation? You know what? I don't remember because I don't see them in the rankings. Yeah, like, they, they must. They might like have the postseason four or something. Like they that. might have the postseason ban this year. Okay. I, I forgot about that. Now that you bring it up, Kansas—they're getting in, but they're no good. It, right. Kind of all the blue bloods. Is that good for basketball? Good for this tournament or bad? It's good. I, I think so too. It's good because because what it does is it helps teams that normally aren't there. I mean, you look at the Big Ten, half the Big Ten's in the top ten for crying out loud, yeah. it seems like. The but Big Ten is good this they year. They are very strong. Big 12 as well. Yes. But what it does, you know Kansas will be back. You know Duke will be back. Yeah. Uh, all these teams, they'll be back. They, Yeah, they have one down year, and they're still on the freaking bubble. So, I mean, it, that's not a worry. But it was kind of like a few years ago when Butler made two finals in a row. Right. I mean, that was good not only was it good viewing, because I, I felt find myself rooting for Butler. Come on. You know, you're rooting for the underdog. Well, it's good for basketball when these teams actually do something like that. It, it, it just doesn't guarantee that, say, a Butler or whatever team it is, is going to lose out to a Carolina or a Syracuse, who's a bubble team right. most of the time. It doesn't guarantee they're going to lose out recruiting-wise any longer. So I think overall – Conference wise, especially, I think it really helps. Yeah, and that I think that's what's going to be. I, I think what we've seen here, it, it's really interesting. I remember we talked about on the show how the, kind of the COVID situation and the lack of preseasons and the the lack of practice and the starts and stops in the pros, it really made the cream rise to the top, right? It, it was chalky in the NBA, chalky even in the NFL right. this year. By and well, large. you know the NBA is going to be chalk. Yeah, well, I mean, you got four teams that's that's in there yeah. running about every year. Yeah, that's true too. You look at college basketball and teams like Duke, teams like Kentucky. We'll pick on them that are relying on four or five five star freshmen every year. Them not having the off season program, them not having the normal practice schedule, the normal routine. Those teams traditionally, Kentucky more so than Duke, start a little slow and build up. They didn't have that opportunity this year. And you see, that's where it didn't work. And I'm curious, you see this, I forget what it's called. They're coming up with this new league for guys, for high school seniors, basically a professional IMG academy where these guys can go pay, play for $100,000 a year. The G League bringing guys in right out of high school. You know, the one and done about to be done. I wonder if you see a guy, I don't know what his age, but Coach K can shift back and forth. You know, Calipari, can he go back to doing it and recruiting these four-year guys? We might start seeing a little bit of shift in things here. I mean, essentially, there's going to be free agency every year now, now that this transfer portal has been open wide and nobody has to sit out anymore. I thought saw, saw yesterday over 50 guys already in the transfer portal. The season isn't even over yet. Or right. what just ended Sunday going into conference tournaments. I don't know that I'd love that necessarily. I think it squeezes out the mid-majors to go back to your other point. You go to the mid-major, you have a good year. Now you can go to an ACC school right. without having to sit out. I don't want to get in that debate. You know, the coaches can leave. I don't think it's right the kids are stuck like that. But for the game, right, and for these mid-majors for the tournament, I don't think it's a good thing. But just things think, I'm thinking think about trying the, to get worked up. I think one of the biggest things that could actually help 
well, help in the point that we're talking about, about the transfer portal, is if a mid-major would win the title this year. Maybe not automatically have so many guys wanting to go to, okay, well, I'm going to the ACC. Well, you know, Miami, eh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or Wake Forest certainly isn't going to have the same cloud as somebody else. Right. Even though the conference is, is more – you get more visibility, but nowadays it doesn't matter. If your team makes the conference final and then gets into the NCAA tournament, you're going to be noticed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, it, it just doesn't matter. It's not like the old days when they showed UCLA and they showed Notre Dame and they showed whoever, the Dukes and the Carolinas, and that's basically all that got exposure on television. Right. I mean, it, there's games everywhere all the time. So, I mean, I, I don't know if that necessarily is going to be um, a big a draw for some of these guys from the mid-majors. Now, maybe the lower-ranked mid-majors in the right. conferences, yes, you're right. But the top ones, maybe I don't think it will be because they're – already powers and they're getting noticed and they're staying power look at gonzaga over the last decade well i don't think you can even consider that they're just a they're a a major team in a horrible conference right but the thing is nobody heard of gonzaga no until they made that that might have been 20 years ago now they've been doing this time fly yeah you're right but but you know what i'm saying i mean some of these teams have emerged and baylor is is a prominent power in basketball. Yeah, it's now. a Big Twelve school. It's I mean, I know they were school. down for a long. I, time. I get, I get you, but I mean, look it, at Wichita. Wichita, Wichita state seems to stay. There's a bubble team that very well could be dangerous this year if they get in. Yeah, you, you never want to play Wichita. No. <laughs> they, they just get their thing, get it yeah. done. That's that's kind of their that's thing. That's it. All right. Well, I suppose we ought to take a break. So, if you're in Cleveland for the uh, MAC championship, go ahead and look me up. We'll have a good time. So we'll be back. I don't know what we have left for the show, but we're going to hear from the uh, Chop Shop here, and we'll be back right after this. We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, the Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you are sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at chopshopbutler.com. Or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania. And tell them Flager and Briggs sent you. All right, welcome back into Chaos and Disorder. Thank you again to the Chop Shop. I got to tell you, everybody knows my uh, my love for the land yacht, and that'll never die. Great, Greatest thing ever put between two pieces of bread. But I discovered last Friday night, do you do the Lent thing? I never did the Lent thing. Okay, well, so what did you do for Lent? Well, I do nothing for Lent. Oh, okay. But <laughs> what, what I like about Lent, again, hit it, hit it. Let me help you again. Yeah, Rick, I give up weightlifting. I give up banging supermodels. Something, give me something here. 
candy. <laughs> Anything. God almighty. <laughs> so I don't do the Lent thing. I'm a bit of a heathen. But what I like about the Lent thing is on the Fridays, all the fish flying around everywhere, right? So ordering from the chop shop last Friday night. See on the specials. They call it the DUI. The that DUI. obviously caught your attention. Yeah, certainly jumped right out at me. They call it the DUI, I presume. I'm not a marketing guy, but I presume because it's a beer-battered piece of fish. But when I say it's a beer-battered piece of fish, it's a beer-battered piece of fish the size of a shoebox, first of all. This thing is absurd. I don't know. They had to have brought it in with a crane. This thing is massive. Greatest breading I've ever had on anything. I don't know what type of beer they battered it with. This thing was so ridiculous. Nothing you drank. So ridiculously good. <laughs> and again, same thing. No weird aioli, no squid, no weird crap on it. It was, it was a <laughs> the piece obligatory of... obligatory squid yeah, mention. <laughs> it was a piece of bread, all right, and then a piece a of beer-battered fish... 90% bigger than the piece of bread, and then the small top on it and some lettuce and tomato and tartar sauce on the side. You don't need all that junk. And you just pick that bad boy up, and it was the greatest fish sandwich I have ever had. And I've had them all around the world, Rick. Go get you a DUI. Jeez. It's chop That was shop. a great plug. See? Yeah, it, really. And it totally organic. It was. This is what you get, the added value. You, for me, anyhow, Briggs will no-sell the shit out of you, but added value from your boy, Fligger. So earlier you said cream of the crop, and after that promo, I have to... Silver Loman, Pontiac, Michigan. It's a day that I'm certain my guest at this time will not Indeed. forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man nothing Randy. Nothing means nothing. Nothing. nothing means nothing. Man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? More. I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. I don't know what this has to do with anybody. I'm in a position day. that I'd rather not be in. But man. the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho Madness. Yeah, has got more. We need to get that in the board. The cream rises to the top. Yeah. That I got. Yeah, I know. Let me tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man. Really this is savage. classic magician. He just keeps pulling the cream up. And let me point Anywhere. to the president of the World Wrestling Federation, the Macho Man Randy Savage. Sorry, Sorry. Yeah. We, we cream have you know that I'm the cream of the crop. Wait, wait a minute, though, Randy. I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, the distinguished president of the World Wrestling Federation, for Ricky Steamboat being the Intercontinental Champion today? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Outside interference. Yeah. Well, is this when he and did the, the uh, off the bell, yeah, the no, top rope with the bell? And he made me cry. I was just a young whippersnapper then, and Ricky the Dragon was my guy. I cried like a baby. I was bitter. I loved watching that. Because that's back before I knew, you know, I knew. and doesn't matter if you knew it was awesome i mean it was good stuff i mean who could have forget jake the snake with, with the cobra hanging off a macho man's arm yeah i remember tied up in the ropes you know that was a live television i mean that's i'm trying i'm trying to think back i don't how old are you i'd have been in 
president Jack third grade, yeah. fourth grade when all right. that went on. Yeah. And the only reason I remember that is we were staying with my grandparents while my parents were finished building their house. So it was the only time before and then thereafter until my senior year of high school when we had cable. And that's how I can see all this because we never had cable growing up, but my grandparents did. So that I'm really good at trivia whatever year that was for yeah. WWF because that's the most of it I saw. Yeah, you saw a great era. There's no doubt about yeah, that. I, I, I mean, was butt hurt when he uh, crushed Ricky Steamboat's Larry. What are you doing? I don't have any idea. He's doing his own show but over you know, there. I, really I, I not can saying remember eight. I, I can remember when I was eight, a, little eight, a little kid. One of our former guests on our uh, show, the Georgie Animal Steel. Yes, yeah. I keep forgetting we had him on. How uh, awesome! Was oh, that? I mean that that this was show just... used to not suck as bad as it does now. What's that? This I'm, show used to not suck as I'm bad sorry. as it does now. I, exactly. Yeah, what is the difference? I wonder. <laughs> I don't know. See if we can. We'll do an investigation. Uh, chaos <laughs> well, and disorder we'll internal a, investigation. Yes, an, an internal investigation. There's no At doubt about that. At chaos and disorder on Twitter, if you have any thoughts, go ahead but and But there were, um, just to let you know, card. <laughs> did you see that they were doing um, some renovation in an old house? And a contractor in Scotland um, was pulling up an old floor, you know, an old floor, and they were going to replace it. All right. And while he was pulling up the floorboards, uh, Craig Harrigan of Perth. That's a real Scottish name, Harrigan. Craig H- Harrigan a- from Perth. Double R. Yeah, G- okay. Wait, what were you doing there? What was the singer? You know that song. Do I? H-A-R-R-I-G-A-N spells Harrigan. That's a song? Sure. Who knew? You talk about added value. That plug I gave to the chop shop, you singing. People are getting their money's worth out of this shit. <laughs> I tell you. So anyway, the stripping was out it the like kitchen. a commercial or a song song? It was a song song. The guy just sang his own name. Well, That's I don't. Clever. I, I don't know what it was. Crazy it was in Scots some man. Irish movie, obviously. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so the stripping out a kitchen. Oh yeah. Quote me and Philip, and we found a message under the floor, and they pull it up, and there's a note. Okay. With a bottle of scotch. Nice. It's um, Glen Kitchy whiskey. And it says, Jack and May lived here. Three kids and a dog. Kitchen done up during April, May 2001. So it wasn't that long oh, ago, okay. but still, 20 years old, let that scotch age. He read the note scribbled on the linoleum. All the best. Have a drink on us. Included in the nook was a small bottle of Glen Kitchy whiskey. Never heard of Glen Kitchy. Heard of Glen McKenna? I've heard of. I've heard of it. I've never. I've never had it. But um, what is it with guys named Glen and making scotch? Yeah, maybe in his kitchy. Maybe he made it in his kitchen. They called it a kitchy. What do you think? Could be. Let's roll with that. That's our. That's what we're. That's our story, yeah. and we're sticking to it. Exactly. But that would be a nice find. Yeah. Oh, so that was the whole story. That's the whole they just story. found it. I like the little stories like that. What is with? I, I like the juxtaposition of the twenty-year-old Scotch versus me walking in here and numbnuts over there trying to hand me out of his pocket a, yeah. an airplane bottle of Jägermeister. Yeah, me too. I, I couldn't get a hold of that. Was, was there any more background to the airplane bottle of Jägermeister? No, I found it in my freezer. <laughs> no. 
I need to be get rid of. So what, you think you're going to pawn it off on me? Yeah, absolutely. Just a bottle of NyQuil next time. It's the same thing. Tastes about the same. I drank a lot of Jägermeister in my early 20s, though. I, yeah, I've never had it. Spewed a lot of it out into the rusty nail parking lot it. as well. I smelled it, and that was enough. Because remember, it was a big deal. They just had Jägermeister, and then they created those chilling machines they put Jager on every bombs. bar. And then so you could get it cold, and that was the right. big deal. Yeah, then there was a Jaeger bomb. God, I vomited so much of that <laughs> stuff up. And, and Well, you should have. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, it, if, you, if you'd have done, like, liquor or beer, you'd been fine. Right. But, but I, that, that stuff's nasty. Yeah. That's like this one guy, I remember, he used to drink cinnamon schnapps and hot sauce. Oh. I mean, like, what possesses <laughs> anybody to do that? I had a sauce spot for Rumpelmins, the peppermint schnapps. Oh. That tasted rotten coming back up. Yeah, too. I don't like mint. I never yeah. did like. I was always. Just but that a, was like a mind eraser for me. I I could go from zero to prison in like about a shot a and a half. You know what I mean? That that stuff got it done. So explain to me as the two. My noted, nickname in college was Sunrise. <laughs> oh, I, I've got to. We've got to get the background on this, please. The floor is yours. Think about original it. Florida man. Sunrise. Think about it. Sunrise. Tequila sunrise. There you go. Okay. What's in a tequila sunrise? Tequila, tequila obviously. <laughs> what makes it a sunrise? Tequila, orange juice, and grenadine. What you do is you That sounds put... womanly. I'm surprised you drink no, that. No. That's how you start your day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a breakfast drink. That All right. or Bloody Marys, All of right. course, yes. Oh, tomato what? juice is disgusting. Oh, I love tomato disgusting. juice. And oh. Vodka and hot sauce is delicious. Well, anyway, gross. let's get away from that. Oh. But the sunrise, you put in tequila and the orange juice, well, then you have like a shot of grenadine, which is like a sweet kind of a... Red, it's it's red and sweet. I don't really. There's not alcohol in grenadine, is there? It's just sweetness, right? I think it's like one percent. Okay, yeah, nothing. But it, you put it in there, and it rises. It's kind of like the sun rising. Oh, okay. You know, and that's why it's called a sunrise. I'm sure I would like that. I'm just surprised you yeah, would you drink would. it. It's, it doesn't seem you know hairy chested enough for you. I preferred that first part. Good wake up drink. I mean, it was. (laughs) So it was that. This was your breakfast drink. All right. (laughs) Breakfast is champion. The vitamin C, man. (laughs) So explain to me as an old man and noted alcoholic, why is a whiskey or a scotch that's real old better than one that is not? What's the difference in it? I don't drink enough liquor or any brown liquor for that matter. Because the flavors blend. Okay. That's a good cliff note version. What? That was a good cliff note version. Well, yeah, AKA remember, remember last version. week or the week Thank before, you. you can't go into any detail. Right, with him. I get it's bored. It's just that it, it, it blends. It's it's blended and the flavors are more balanced. Let's put it that way. So if I just go buy a bottle of Jim Beam, do they let it age at all? Jim Beam's like, what, five years? I think, yeah, it's like three to five. Three to five so years. So they do let it age still. Yeah, like Elijah. So you can't just like whip up a batch and then No, Elijah Craig there. is like 12 years. Um, Knob Creek, I think it's like eight, eight. something like that. Uh, Maker's Mark, I'm not exactly sure, but it's eight to ten. So I mean, that's does it make the, it smoother the older it gets? Because I've noticed I think the so, expensive yeah. ones, and I don't know if I'm just buying into the hype, but, but the rare occasion I'll drink a whiskey or something. You know, the the expensive ones are always much smoother. You know, obviously the the four dollar stuff, you know, always right. tastes like diesel fuel. But even a a Maker's Mark compared to a Jack Daniels, I always found Maker's Mark much, much easier to whiskey. drink. Exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. I have a Christmas show idea. Uh oh. Yeah. But are when you I lived hold on, on to it, or you when I lived on Jekyll Island, <laughs> nope. Uh. When I lived on Jekyll Island, my two best friends. Where's Jekyll Island? Off the coast of Georgia. 
off the coast. Where did you not live? You literally a, were a vagabond. It was a beautiful place. <laughs> I can imagine. I An I island in the south. But my two best friends on the island were um, studies of alliteration. Their name were Rick Rohr and John Jay. Um, Do they have awesome nicknames like the other guys you hung out with? This isn't where you met what Weird, right? Yeah, where was Weird? No, no. Weird's weird. local, huh? No, Weird. We were uh, college roommates in oh, Florida. Okay. down in Lake in City. Florida. Down in right. Florida. Original Florida man. Yeah. No, he's from Chicago. <laughs> no, you are, you are the original Chicago. Florida man. <laughs> anyway, but what was I talking about? Oh, I don't know. we used to go. <laughs> back then when you lived on Jekyll Island, you actually had to drive off the island, go into Brunswick, Georgia, to go grocery shopping or buy beer or whatever because there was no stores right. at that time on the island, only golf courses and hotels. So payday, we'd head in, and we'd pick up whatever, groceries, food, and stuff that we were getting. We'd get a few cases of beer, old Milwaukee, 14 ounces at the time. Oh, I remember Boy. my granddad and his old Milwaukee. That's all he drank. Old not, skunkers of 14-ounce Not 12 ounces, not no, pounders. Were, not 14. 14, old skunkers. A pound just wasn't enough for you. And we used to get half gallons of Rebel Yell bourbon. Oh, I've never heard of such a six thing. Nine, Can't be good, though. Six nine, nine and a half gallon. So you know it was smooth, aged to perfection. Even taking into account inflation. Yeah. <laughs> Do the math. Yeah, exactly. And we were pretty nasty people, quite, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> I, I think I need more info on we were pretty nasty people. I'm not sure we could just. Leave I have that stories from Jekyll there. Island that would probably curl your hair. You, but there's, there's got to be one radio friendly one. Don't worry, nobody's listening to this. It's just the three of us and whoever that top shelf dickhead is. <laughs> do do not disparage a top I, shelf. I will listener. until no. this person is revealed no. and why they have such a reverence for you and an animosity towards me. I will continue to attack them. All you have to do is look in the mirror. You'll, you'll see the animosity. The talent. All you have to do is look in the I'll tell mirror. You, what, you see. Let's do this. Bring that top shelf listener in here. Put them in this chair, and I will judge his ass. Let's do it. Or her. The question. Oh, I almost I, made a joke you just can't make anymore. I caught myself, though. Well, I'm, well I'm going woke. How about that? that, that that's so proud. Yeah. I mean, coming from a jarhead, being woke is pretty that, cool. That was a good one, too. Pretty cool. You know what? We did that contest last week. Do you remember? We had to, he made us draft the the three wrestlers of all time. Oh, yeah, this is why we got rid of the wheel of dipshittery. I have no idea <laughs> what happened to the wheel of bloviation. Oh, yeah, bloviation. I was trying to be an accommodating host to our producer, who seems totally overwhelmed at producing this direct. It, it does okay? kill him. It's three buttons he's got to push every episode or wearing his so, ass out. So I tell him, okay, you know, here we are. We don't have to do the wheel every week. So when you come into the studio tonight, what was the first thing, you know, in the first five minutes that you heard from him? Canceled. Rick doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Cancel culture, Rick. Canceled, yeah. yeah we, we got canceled. I mean, I'm, I'm just totally appalled at trying to be you know what? Let's read, the, let's read the actual text. I'll, oh, just, I'll oh. just pull it up here. Okay, please do. Hang on, I have to go through 53 of... Are you off work yet? 
He's patient to buy a text, isn't he? Anyway, so, so we we did an all-time six man tag team. You had three guys. I think I he three wants to guys. attack you before we move on. We don't have to do the wheel every week. It sucks. You should just ditch it anyways. It's <laughs> rum dumb and idiotic. That is a lie. I don't understand He's where you come it up right with this off the phone. I have to believe it. He's lie. reading it right off the phone. I watched that him read is it. Nothing but a total fabrication. I watched him read it. You. You saw it. There it is, right there. Scrap the wheel it is. Yeah, that's what he said. What did I say right before it? Something about you're a rum-dum. Boy, that was hateful of you. Why would you do that? I mean, I mean yeah, the segment sucked, but he... Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> but he worked relatively... I swear you it guys... It was effort on his you part. You guys just gang up on me because oh, I am yeah. so much better and smoother than you. Anyway, getting back he's to... He's a 12-year-old bourbon. <laughs> he, damn right, a 12-year-old bourbon. Anyway... Back to the six-man tag team. Yes. Apparently, you have results. I do. How was the results? Multiple results. He played it on his Xbox. Simulated. I didn't actually play because well, I didn't think that would be yes. fair. Aren't you a husband and father? No. Uh, on With the a job? Uh, how, how do you do this? She said he was the father. <laughs> he's, a, he's actually not a husband. He is a houseboy. Oh. Ah. A manservant. Exactly. <laughs> So I queued up the old Xbox. Hold on. Yo. If you were going to get a just a gigolo for around the house, would this be what you would choose? Oh. Let's let's not throw stones at Mrs. Finkelstein. I'm not. I'm throwing stones at Mr. Finkelstein. <laughs> she, I think he's the one making out, not her. Well, that's the point. If she's just looking for a <laughs> well, gigolo, why, why is she picking this him? idiot? Hats off to him well, for yeah. having such a good gig. Yeah, I'm asking why is she why is she running this ne'er do well reach outreach program and letting her in her house? She's a beard fanatic. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, I got nothing there. All right, so I queued up the old Xbox, and I have uh, WWE 2K16 on there. Ooh. Big spender. <laughs> yeah, it's only five years old because it's been. It's worse than EA. It's long story. Anyway, so I put in the teams. Unfortunately, Hulk Hogan was taken out of 2016 because that was right around the time of the sex tape. Oh, that was a good sex tape. Too. It was weird. It was real weird. Was there got... any doggy doors in that? No, but no, but, but I got... can tell you that Hulk lives the gimmick. Yes, it's right. the same voice, the headband, everything. He lives the gimmick, even in his personal life. However, you know, does anybody get caught in the ropes in his tapes? I wonder. Well, they weren't in a ring. But why not? Uh, I mean, if he's going to be the Hulk, why not do well, it in a ring? Well, it was surreptitiously done. He oh. didn't know Bubba the Love Sponge was taping him as he was plowing Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, <laughs> and he had no idea. Okay. And he took a phone call from one of the kids while this was going on, which was the best part. And got extremely racist, which is why well, yeah. he got pulled from the game. So who Hulk was on my team, wasn't he? He was. Well, of course, I get screwed again. So, Shocker. Well, no, no. So he gave you Charlie Fulton instead. <laughs> no. <laughs> So here's the one. Doink the clown. Yeah, doink the clown. Steve oh. Lombardi. <laughs> I was going to say also a Butler native. Um, so the wonderful thing about video game stay is you can download creator wrestlers. So Hulk Hogan, somebody hacked 2015s and added it to 2016, downloaded that. So you have 
Hulk Hogan. Okay. Harley Race, of course, was not in the game, but we downloaded him. Okay. So so we had both of us were screwed, but you downloaded yeah. our guys. Okay. So we're good. So ran the match, simulated it, took 22 minutes and 13 seconds. Andre pinned the Warrior first. Warrior eliminated. <laughs> the, the hack is gone, oh, of course. Don't start that. <laughs> Jim Hellwig, a bum. Harley then pinned Taker. What? Yeah, no. Whoa. And Andre got Hulk Hogan to submit via bear hug. Oh, come Boom. on. Come on. Boom. Right, Boom. right off the bat, I was like, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, this can't this, stand. This cannot stand. Because right? I know wrestling. So I was like, all right, here we I go. I know the stars from the hacks. So I'm like, I can't let this happen. No, it it no. cannot be just boom, it three and It was clearly a glitch. Because it was true. That's exactly what would have no. happened. If you so, know anything about simulations, you can't run it once. That, that doesn't give you a correct So uh, you right. run it again. Right. So I ran it again. Exactly. Right. And now the universe became right, I presume. Match two took 25 minutes and 37 seconds. Right. About, about what? Three minutes longer, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, 25 minus 22 is right. three. Good job. That's why mm-hmm. you're an accountant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Harley pinned Warrior. Oh, for Christ's Boom, sake. Boom, the hack is gone again. Andre pinned Taker. Boom. Andre made Hogan submit again via bear hug. <laughs> no, Hogan would not get submitted Boom. twice by a bear hug. <laughs> so, He's a bum. He can't right. do anything. He's a leg drop. You can't do a leg drop on Andre because sure you, can. you can't knock him over. Well, you can knock him over. At no, this, not in his prime. You can body slam him. I watch Hogan, Hogan do it. He's too busy with old Bubba the love sponge. He well, no, he was with Bubba's wife. <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, all right, we're going to make this best out of five. Yeah. Best oh. out of five, best out of well, you, you just you know you can't just take it that I have a better team. No, no, so you I have can't. to try to to skew it right. to make sure All Jarhead right. if, wins. If quit, nothing quit else, trying to spin it, it's about the universe is about to become right. Okay. Again. If nothing else, I am scientific. Okay. Right. Yeah. Match three. Here we All go. All right. Here we go. Thirteen minutes and nine seconds. See, I mopped the floor with you, Matt. Here we go. Macho Man pins Warrior. Damn it! Boom, the hat gone first. Damn, I damn, told damn, you that Hellwig was a bum. My favorite part. Hey, you know, come to think of it, that was the first time we heard Macho Man's name, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> out of three matches. Yeah, where's he been? Did he even leave in the locker room? I guess he was pulling cream out of his pants. <laughs> I don't think you could say that. All right, so. I my, know, I got nothing. I'm just going to let that one breathe. But my favorite part is Andre submits Hogan. <laughs> of course he does, because Hogan's a bomb. Damn it, damn it, damn it. And then to, to put the cherry on top with sprinkles, which I cannot believe this happened, Andre TKO'd Undertaker. What do you mean TKO'd him? It was with a chop. It was insane. It was Boom. the dumbest thing. I've What's a ever... TKO in wrestling? Technical knockout. I know what it is in boxing. <laughs> what is it in wrestling? I've never seen a TKO in yeah, wrestling. It, it, it can't happens. continue. Ten he second count. Oh my god! Boom. So wait. Damn it! Damn it! That was damn three it, out of five. It. Now we have to go to four out of seven. Is that nope. what you're saying? Nope. So me being scientific as I he am, he is a scientist. <laughs> I agree. I, I'm with him so far. I decided. Let's add a twist to it. What if there are valets slash managers? Get Miss Elizabeth involved. Ah, Bobby well, the Brain. There we go. Yeah, but I got Miss Elizabeth. No. I looked at it, and I looked at 
Briggs's team, Bobby the Brain, was a manager for Andre, yeah, Harley, yep, and pseudo kind of Macho Man, right? So you got all three. Exactly. Bobby the Brain, buddy. So do I get the mouth of the South, Jimmy you Hart? You did. Yes, Wait. mouth of the South. Do you know? I don't. Trivia. Probably not. All right. Old AWA, way back. All right. Jimmy Hart was actually um, in the AWA, and Vern Gagne was the, the kingpin of the AWA. And he... Asked Jimmy, you know, because Jimmy was a manager or whatever, and he says, you know, I got these guys. You can see what you want to do with them. Uh, Terry, whatever his name is, Bethea. Is that, that Hulk Hogan's last name, Bethea? Balea. Balea, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. He goes, uh, yeah, I'll take this guy. He's a little raw, but we'll see what we can do with him. <laughs> there we go. He did yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Now, now you're going to make it right, I presume. So, match one. 42 minutes and 43 oh, seconds. There we go. Now I'm starting to wear you out. So, apparently adding managers doubles the time in the ring. <laughs> well, yeah, because they interfere. Yeah, they're doing distractions. Number one, Andre out via countout. Yeah, buddy. Number two, Taker pins Harley. Number three, Taker pins Macho. Boom. Doesn't there matter. I'm up three one. I don't All care. Right. You said three out of five. I've already won. Right. Match two. Twenty one. No, this is match five. Well, match two via managers. <laughs> match two. Twenty one minutes and twenty three oh, seconds. Uh-oh. These short matches never bode well for me. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate Warrior pins Macho Man. Yeah, yeah buddy. Right. Now that's what, what, what I'm Macho talking Man about. Macho Man hit his head on the ring pose or something. I don't know. Hulk Hogan pins Harley. <laughs> But Andre goes full ham. TKO's Hulk. Boom. Pins taker. Boom. Submits Warrior. Boom. You are fake news. No. Four to one. Four to one. (laughs) I think we know who has the best team here. Yeah, me. (laughs) This idiot doesn't know how to run a simulation. So match three with managers. Thirty-one six. I'm ahead four one. We're going into match six. 31 minutes and 47 Uh-oh, seconds. This might be you. Yeah, no, this is good for me. Macho pins Warrior. Boom! Oh, Hack on. gone again. <laughs> Hulk pins Macho. Harley pins Hulk. Bingo. Taker TKO's Harley. Taker then tombstones Andre the Giant, which somehow causes him to go through a table and gets counted out. Team Fleeker. Yeah! So I win 4-2. No, no, no. Yeah. We're still going, I hope. Now I'm, I'm starting to hit my stride. So with managers, match four, 48 minutes and 18 oh, seconds. Yep, you're going yeah. down again. Taker pins Harley. Let's put him on the board. Ocean is early. Got it. <laughs> Championship. Taker pins Macho. Yeah, buddy. Andre pins Warrior. No. Yeah, the hack. No, enough with the hack. He's a hack. He's a bum. And a throwback. Andre submits Hulk. Of course he does. You are fake news. Terrible. This is a terrible simulation, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Taker TKO's Andre. So. I win. Back in it. Simple as that. I think you need to run a few more. I win. I won. We need a scientific 
conclusion to the scientific the si- Okay, studies. here's a conclusion. I won <laughs> wait, wait, you more game to... matches than he did, period. But I won more with valets. True. So how, how do we go about this? In a manager setting, Flieger's team wins. Of course. In a And clearly that's what I was thinking we were doing when I drafted this team. If you want to do a scientifically... You have to run this simulation about 100,000 times, don't you? You have to do that, or you start throwing in different managers. So he would get Paul Bear, you would get... You could get Paul Bear for The Undertaker. Right. Um, Bobby the Brain, of course, is still on that side, period. Jimmy the Heart did Hulk. I'm trying to think of somebody else that... You get Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't even introduced in there. So, of course, Miss Elizabeth is going to distract Hogan, obviously. Who gets Heyman and Cornette? Well, well, Cornette never did those guys. He always was Rock and Roll Express or... I'm not sure the relevance of that. We're just adding... Also, we just... Wait a minute. What if... Well, then if you're just going to do that, bring in classy Freddie Blassie. Right. That's where I thought we were going. What if... We switch out a, a legit manager slash valet for, I forget what they call them when they're actual wrestlers when they come down. So you would get, Briggs would get Vader because he used to team with Harley. Who? Vader. Vader. Oh, Van Vader. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, I'm trying to think um, who teamed with, you would get Kane. Oh, I'll take Kane. Yeah, Kane's pretty bad. Yeah, so, no doubt. So but he is in government now, so who knows yeah, what that's way. True. he yeah, may he, turn on Taker. That's true. I don't so, know what Taker's politics are, but So uh, we are tied. Are we in agreement that yes. the next match, winner take all? No, there's no winner take all. I'm ahead four three. <laughs> See that I'm trying to figure out how to <laughs> solo because it just doesn't make sense. Like your team beyond decimated because they are the best by far and the, the little bit of jimmy hart or whatever i'm mean, i don't know what he hitting everybody's megaphones understand. i don't know what he's doing <laughs> yeah hmm. i mean you know it seems awful weird because bobby the brain to me is by far the best manager period so how's jimmy hart having so much influence you know what I'm saying? Because all well, you got was Jimmy Hart, right? Think about it. He made the honky-tonk man a world champion. <laughs> That's inter- Intercontinental. Or Intercontinental. The greatest the, Intercontinental yeah. champion of all time. Yeah, he, just, he had a way. He got it yeah. done. He also had Hulk Hogan. Right. Well, that's true. But Bobby the Brain had Andre. He was a world champion. Yeah. Harley Race was champion seven times. Oh. there's another. And Macho Man was world champion, <laughs> so there you have it. There's another factoid. <clears throat> if I were to tell you, if I were to give you these three names, the Why does Miz, everything have to have a forty-five minute build-up? Batista and Macho Man. Batista, Macho Man, and who? The Miz. The Miz. Oh, Lord. Out of those three, who do you think has more championship belts? Probably Miz. No, it was certainly the Miz. You're both wrong. It was a trick question. They're both at two. Oh. Or all three at two. Now, if I were to say Hulk Hogan, The Rock, and Randy Orton. Oh, Orton. Orton. Really? I was a 14-time world champion. I was blown away by that They say it every eight seconds when the Uh, team's chasing You know why WWE did that? No. Because of Ric Flair. 
most all his titles were in the NWA, so they wanted guys with more belts than him, a.k.a. John Cena, Randy Orton. That's why they did that. Well, and all the modern guys are going to have it more because now they drop and pick back up the belt at least twice. Ten guys, at least twice an episode. Right. Even back, you know, in our our day, Hogan held that thing for what felt like eight straight years. I don't know how long he actually. Look at Bruno. He had it for God. I don't know until Ivan Koloff broke his neck. Then he came back and got it again. Yeah. Two or three years later, you must have held it for 12 years. They dropped those belts nonstop. I was going to say, between Brock and CM Punk, those are the longest reigns. Oh, yeah. Recently. It was only because Brock would win one and they'd send him on vacation for a year and (laughs) a half. It's still the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You think we ought to get out of here? I'm exhausted. I'm hungry. I know that. This this was a good show. These people got their money's worth today. I got to tell you what. I sang. Yeah, that, that was no good. I don't know. You you thought it was pretty good when I, I did, did it. I did. It, it was weird. I appreciate that it was too. weird, but I liked it. I, I appreciate you appreciating me. Yeah. So we are going to do a little bit different of an outro tonight. Oh boy! I checked Every with. Time are we going to do another draft on some you, random thing? No, you're done with the wheel. You <laughs> the said, wheel's gone. You you lit you it on an asshole and you lit it, it on out. fire with your. I did nothing. Yeah, I was, was trying to help you out with your bad back. Hey, we read the text, pal. It was hurtful. You should be no. ashamed of yourself. Any, yeah. So I checked with Rival Lovers, and they are cool with this. Um, I also checked with Year of the Buffalo, which if you don't know who they are, it's a two-man group. Um, recently, Jacob Trago, the lead singer, was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Ooh. Uh, young guy, amazing musician. Um but just wanted to throw it out there. Check them out um, if you can help support the cause. Um, but we are going to go out with Ohio River by Year of the Buffalo. But, gentlemen, just wanted to throw that out there. Go ahead with your normal outro. Is, there, is there a website, a GoFundMe or something, anything no, like they're, that? They're not doing the GoFundMe yet. But uh, I would just recommend going out if you can buy the album. Uh, check out their merch. Uh, they're on Facebook uh, and Twitter. And Bandcamp, but all right, we'll do that year of the Buffalo. So check that out, and thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back next week with ho- hopefully a better show. One can pray, anyhow. In the meantime, I can sing a longer song. Yeah, I'd rather. Yeah, we, that should be a new bit. Rick Briggs sings. It could be. Its own, it could replace the wheel of dipshittery. It's bloviation. Oh, my bad. Same thing, isn't it? Chaos and Disorder podcast on Facebook at Chaos and Disorder on the tweeters. Email the show Chaos and Disorder pod dot, at gmail.com and asylumfantasysports.com. Until next time, we'll see you. Take care. And I had loving, sweet as honeydew. But now they're coming. They're coming for me. They are coming. I like this. It, they are very good. And it kicks in. Now if I go, honey, let me go. Down the river of the Ohio. Bury me deep in the water wide. I'll see you on the other side. If I go, honey, let me go. Down this is going to sound really dumb, but you know what this sounds like? A song they
they play at the very end of an episode of Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, this is really. I just tell Rick, I don't know if you heard me. It sounds like Waylon Jennings and Pearl Jam rolled into one. Amazing musicians. Yeah. One of those really. Just, like, I have no personal connection to Jacob Trago. You're the Buffalo in general. Just appreciating the music. And just, they're so good. It's Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.